Scotland make a mixed start to World Cup qualifying, but can the Tartan Army dream of a Qatari party? It's countdown for Scott Brown at Celtic as we give the lowdown on new faces in the Pataudry dugout. Gareth Bale gives out the great elbow of justice and hearts turn into ha 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 hearts as they're knocked out of the Scottish Cup by 5th table Royal Rangers. It's episode 15 of the False Scientist podcast. With me today we've got Andy, Marcus and Kyle. How are we right. doing tonight guys? Alright. Right. Just as we record at the moment, uh, Scotland have uh, about 10 minutes into their game against the Faroe Islands. Um... John McKinn has them one they're up at the moment, so we're going to have updates throughout the podcast, but obviously when you're listening, you're going to know what's going on. Uh, but we'll get back to Scotland's first qualifier uh, for the World Cup in Qatar, uh, a 2-2 draw with Austria at Hamden. Um, disappointing. Uh, a point is a fair result, but Austria weren't as good as I thought they would be, and I think that we could have taken more from the game. But yeah, not awful. Not an awful result. I think it was a game we could have won. We were so much better in the second half, but it was too little, too late. Like, well, we yeah. were we were good at the the end of both halves. We were good because we were getting yeah. pumped a bit right at the start of the game, and we we it, we took too long to get into the game. And I think if we just scored like earlier in the game, I think we could have seen it out. But. Yeah, we had the didn't. There was a big chance at the end of the first half uh, where Ryan Christie just completely fluffed it. Like It was a gilted edge chance for him. Uh, where Schlager gave the ball to Dykes, just gave it away, and, and Dykes uh, let it, uh, laid it off to Christie. And he couldn't put it away, which was a real chance to go ahead. Um, but... No. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where I think if Scotland go 1-0 up at any point, then we're getting something for that. You know, it's the fact we had to chase it all the time with Austria. But I know, like, I, I was expecting a lot more from Austria, if I'm being fair. I don't think they were bad, I'm not slating them or anything, but um, I thought they would be more dominant in the game, more dominant in possession, but actually I think the chances in possession were pretty even. I, so... I, I think that Scotland and Austria are basically the two teams who are going to be uh, fine out for that for that playoff yeah. spot. I, I disagree. I think Israel is going to be right up there with us, because... I thought they were more impressive than Austria. Uh, so, have we have we written off Denmark to win the group then? Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird question, eight, isn't it? I mean, yeah, if, if you're winning eight 0 you should probably be the group winner. I think I think the teams we're discarding right are Moldova and the Faroe Islands and someone else. Yeah, that's it. So it's going to be uh, Denmark will run away with it. It's going to be really tight with our three: Austria, Scotland, Israel. Um, so I think. In hindsight, like I said, the draw was a good result with, um, with Austria. But I think drawing both of those games is poor. I think we needed to win at least one. Yeah, I, th- I think I think if we took four points from the opening two games, would have been more... We'd be on better course, yeah. I think that gives us the early lead, because now Austria have... Well, they've jumped over us. I mean, yes, they had the easier draw against the Faroe Islands, but... In their second match, which may maybe give more winning momentum to the third match, but I think Scotland should have beaten them or Israel, one of the two of the matches. And then, I mean, there's no reason we couldn't have got six, but at least one of those opponents is quite difficult for us. So, I think we should have should have taken the initiative, got the four points, and been hot on Denmark's heels. Oh, we had to bring it back. Two goals from Sasha Kaladzic uh, for Austria. It was quite impressive up front. Um, some of the big clubs in Europe having a look at him, the Stuttgart striker. Uh, but Grant Hanley pulled it back when it was one 0 with a good header from an O'Donnell free kick, which was it was a surprise he was in the squad in the first place uh, for Grant Hanley, and then managed to make the first ele- uh, starting eleven and then onto the score sheet as well. 
And then the second goal oh, for Scotland, uh, again, tying the sc- scores up after uh, a Kladzic goal, was John McGinn. With that beauty. What a goal. It should have been the winner. Imagine if that was to win the yeah. game. Oh, Get our World Cup qualifying off to an absolute stormer. John McGinney calling the score. It was a beautiful overhead kick. Um, it's a shame, I guess, as you said, it wasn't a winning goal. Um, a goal that gave. It was a goal that was, um, you know, good enough for the point. Good enough to give us momentum going into the second game at Tel Aviv against Israel. Um, again, this was one that was a bit, bit tight in the opening games. I think uh, opening stages. I think it was more Israel that dominated. I think uh, out of the two games, we deserved more from the Australia game, but I'd say uh, I'll take a draw. Like the way Israel played the second half, especially. I have to uh, say, I have to say for this for this Israel game, it was so good seeing fans back in stadiums. Um, for for Tel Aviv, it was just oh, lovely. shame they weren't home fans though. Well, they were Israeli home fans. I mean, Scottish fans. They weren't away fans. They brought tears. Uh, yeah. No Tartan army, sadly, not yet, at least. Not yet, but, yeah, um, but Israel, uh, they had a few good chances. They were denied by Marshall. Um, and then, uh, I have to say, it was a really good goal from Peretz um, just before the break. But David Marshall probably should have done better. Yeah, I was. Um, when I first seen it, I thought, that's a stunner. And then you look at the replays and realise, like, it's kind of... It's not right in the corner. It's, like, kind of in the middle of the goal. So... Yeah, I probably should have done better with it, but it's a decent strike. All you have to do is get in target, and then yeah, I, th- I think I think as well we're kind of Scotland kind of kept them at bay in the opening stages, um, and then reduced them to shot some distance, and that led to to that goal. Um, but it was after the break that Scotland kind of poked up a bit. Che <laughs> Adams, he had a, a a good game against Israel. He didn't start against Austria, but he he started against Israel, and I think he was quite he was quite an impressive player. I think he'd be a good addition to the Scotland squad going forward. He set up Fraser's goal as well. He did really well for that goal. Nice wee bit of footwork. Um, yeah, unlike Christie, who would have just squaffed it. So yeah, yeah. You heard the news about no, Ryan Christie. Christie, right? would, Christie wouldn't have taken the shot because he would have been too close to the goal. Mm. Only exclusive long shot taker. Yeah, apparently, uh, Christie has been Ryan Christie's been offered a job by NASA because all of his shots end up in orbit. <laughs> no reaction there. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, it was a, a point. Uh, this slightly disappointing to take two points from two games um, for Scotland. Uh, but again, those are the two teams that we kind of battling counts against. I think it's good that. They didn't lose. Yeah, but we need to like, beat them. Like you, you need to beat the team. One point just doesn't feel like enough for the amount of effort the boys put in. I think. Yeah, that that's definitely a good way to put it, Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it depend. I mean, now as well, like the next round of fixtures we've got. Um, Denmark the and well, the next round of fixtures would be the Euros, but yeah, after that, yeah, in 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 this specific qualifying run, it's Denmark and Austria away, which will be two really tough games so um we could really slip behind there if we lose both of those um and then yeah <laughs> might not be the best outcomes that, but as you say you know israel are ones that could challenge for that, for that playoff spot they've got some good players as well um that, 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 that front line of weissman zahavi and uh de boer is just the three really good players Mm. 
Yeah, I guess we see we have to, have to see how they their game against Austria goes when they play, and then uh, sort of sets the pace. Because at the moment the Austria are playing Denmark, which will be um, interesting to see, especially alongside the Scotland result, who gets the points there. Because if if uh, Denmark win, that puts puts us into second. I mean, after only after three games, but uh, yeah. that is. That's if we beat the Faroe Islands. Well, we're on the moment. So, yeah. as well, like we, and then the next game is in Vienna. So I think that'll be really tough. Um, tough game, that. Yeah. But coming back to away from the international game, um, just after the recording yesterday, uh, not yesterday, last week, in fact, um, yep. there was a Scottish Cup fixture. Uh, well, there was quite a few Scottish Cup fixtures, but the main one was um, uh, Championship Hearts, who have been the Scottish Cup finalist the last couple of years, um, and the finalist losing to Celtic both times. Uh, they played Borough Rangers, the Highland League side, and they lost 2-1. I'm rubbing my hands. That's, um... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I can't <laughs> yep. put any comments on it. <laughs> yep. They hearts it. Hearts it. <laughs> yep, they hearts it. No they followed it up at the weekend with a 3 2 loss to Queen of the South as well. What a week. What a week to be a well, What a week to be alive. Um, I mean, it'll be a big, big match. Six pointer when uh, Hearts play Wraith Rovers in a couple of weeks. In, uh, what, a, what a massive club. At the yeah. end of April, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big game at the weekend. From those games, do they deserve to go up? No. No. I don't think anyone <laughs> no. losing to non league opposition should deserve to be promoted. At yeah. all, in fact. Unless you're in non-league as well. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a disaster. Well, I say a bit, it's a complete disaster result. Did they Mars. play their strongest team against Bull Rangers? Uh, they rotated a few, but it was mostly the strongest team. Like, they had, I think, Mackay Steven and Boyce and that playing. So, wow. Barrow, Who, like, so, like... Didn't they pay, like, a big fee for Boyce as well? <laughs> yeah. Um... And then they lost to Queen of the South, who hadn't won at Tyne Castle in like 60 years or something. <laughs> so, and then they had a protest. Yeah, a protest at the weekend. A mini micro protest. A micro protest. Not all 10 of their fans. Like, there were signs all around um, Gorgi, uh, around the area of the stadium, with, well, just like stickers up saying um, Nielsen and Budge out, which no, I think. No style. <laughs> to be fair, Budge has needed to. Budge for a while. Yeah. Excuse the pun. Yeah, the jokes yeah, really aren't landing tonight, are they? I think. Um... <laughs> Marcus isn't helping, he's just batting them away. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want me to. I'll, I'll let you. Give, it, give us a little chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cheers. <laughs> I'll, I'll get clipped. <laughs> We'll just put like stock, like Big Bang Theory, like crowd laughing noises in there. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> nah, um, oh, I lost track of what I was saying. Slagging hearts. Oh, I, oh, that's. I <laughs> um, yeah, I got there. Uh, yeah, from what I understand, I think Budge was meant to hand over ownership to the Foundation of Hearts last summer, but it was put back by COVID and also the relegation. Chairman Budge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the plan is she'll step down whenever possible, but I just don't know if it'll be exactly when they come back up. Because um, I think she if, wants to leave. This right, I, I, I don't, don't think she'll, you know. I don't see her. 
Don't think she'll budge. She's gonna, uh, she's gonna become like Palpatine. I love democracy. Unlimited power. power. Exactly. Does that make Bobby Nielsen uh, Vader? Oh, the, the... Yeah, it must be, must be, surely. That makes yeah. him Count Dooku. He's about to get decapitated any moment. Count <laughs> <laughs> Dooku's Levine because he's been axed already. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and then. Yeah. <laughs> Love these. It's not looking good for Hearts at the moment, but obviously they have, they've pretty much secured the championship. Well, have they? Well, they are. Pretty much. They're, they're 10 points clear with uh, if, but enough games in hand to bottle it. But yeah, the Wraith they, Rovers done one hell for me. Yeah. I actually watched the Wraith Rovers done Firmland game, the five-one, Fife Derby, and they they were playing like a Premiership side. I mean, every single pass that they put together mm. worked. I mean, they must have had a pack at, pass actually up in the nineties. Like there wasn't a foot foot they put wrong. Uh, well, I mean, they let Dunfermline score one, but that's expected. Yeah. With uh, Dunfermline are still a decent side. Yeah, they're, they're, they're up in fifth as well. So they. They also won they, they the Premiership regulars. However, they're still close to the bottom. Dunfermline are close to the bottom than they are to Hearts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mort- Morton have managed to jump out three places in the last week on one result. So, if any team's going to catch Hearts, it'll be Wraith. If it be, but like, yeah. it's just um, Dunfermline. Wraith, Wraith play nicer football, so I'd rather see them up. I mean, they play nicer football than Hamilton and Kilmarnock. So, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, no, but Dunfermline can beat Hearts Friday. Like they, they, the last fixture East End Park between the two, they won. So. And then you know we all know hearts struggle. They tend to struggle every time they're playing the Friday night. So just back them to it. And then you know the gap gets closed again. And then you're thinking, oh, you know, what can happen here? Um, and then I think after that, Kyle, the hearts that has to become the normal. If if they bottle, a nah, six- it'll always be Hibstead, mate. It'll always, will always. I mean, we've never bottled a sixteen point lead at the top of a table, but sure, man. You've never been top of a table. <laughs> never, never um, Let him dream. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, yep. I think I, th- I think it's it's uh, awful times for hearts at the moment, and all oh. you can do is laugh um, because we must have spent a solid hour um, just looking at memes last Tuesday. I sw- like, yeah, after I swear- the recording when the result came in, I think we spent about an hour, two hours just scrolling through Twitter and just laughing at every single meme that mm. came out because losing to. Uh, uh, I'm going to stop me and give credit to Borough Rangers because they played a really good game um, and obviously they managed to win the game. I think we should we should give a bit of credit to them as well. Oh, yeah. Well, who, who do they have in the next round? They've got Stranwell. Oh. Which is, I mean, if they can beat Hearts, they can, they can probably beat Stranwell as well. Yeah. They weren't even that bad when we played them at Easter Road. They were, like, causing us... They scored a good free kick. Um, but yeah, they were like pushing us back all the game. Uh, of course, we won because we can beat we can beat Highland with time uh, teams. But it's um, made even more was... impressive the 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 achievement from Bourke, given that the Highland League's been off since January or whenever. Yeah, it was. They've, they've played once once yeah. since uh, the new year, yeah. Which yeah. which is incredible. The the fact that they haven't been able to play a game and then come out and and beat. A championship side in the Scottish Cup finalists for the past couple of years. A quote unquote sleeping giant of Scottish football. Um, so, yeah. Brilliant. Horace with a lad on Tinder who says he's six foot when he's only five foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> Not even see, close uh, enough to lie. You guys see that meme, right? It was. Um, 
it was going around Twitter. It was like this guy's tw- uh, Tinder bio, and it says, "I support hearts, but I'll break yours." And then the caption was the caption for the guy posted. It was like, "I hope he, I hope his, he's okay then." <laughs> 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 oh, it's funny. Is is there a chance that this is just a not not a, a stumble, but just a blip in in hearts because? Should they know? I mean, they're falling off the rails, though. Like, um, if they weren't already like iffy about Nielsen, then they definitely are now. Like, I've got a jambo mate that was frothing at the mouth on Twitter, like all of last week, nonstop about Robbie Nielsen. So I'm pretty sure they want him out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that protest though? Was it, no, but was he not the Messiah come to bring him back to the the glory days and win him a cup? Yada yada yada. Yeah. Uh, is he not the one that was re- I've actually met Robbie Nielsen and he gave me a handshake, so no bad right. word against him. Yeah, Hearts, they've, I mean, they since they've had they've had a few iffy results all season. I mean, they started mm. off quite well and then yeah, they've kind of had a like they've beaten the teams you've expected them to beat and then but haven't been. You know something? They've actually they've not racked up full points against any team in the league so far. So they've dropped points against at least. Every single one of the teams in that league. Which when yeah, when they when they dropped down when there was the whole you know palaver the, about them going down um, mm-hmm. last year, they they probably uh, expected to well, more or less win every game because I mean Budge's on tape on that BBC documentary saying yes I'd like to win them all. <laughs> How wrong <laughs> should be? Nah, um, I don't think. I mean even uh, the guy. Well, he's been on the podcast before, the other Kyle, Jambo Kyle. He was like, mm-hmm. one of the first episodes we did, but uh, he was saying, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even expect to win every game, but we should still be comfortable. And, like, technically they are comfortable, but I think still they've they've had too many bad results for it to be acceptable for... Depends yeah. how many points they finish on. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah, because if they finish... Well, if they, they finish play. on less than, less than Red Rovers, they're not going up. Yeah. <laughs> no, playoffs. 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 They do. I mean, it all, it all does depend on what happens Friday, because it's 10, 10 points to now. If if they lose on Friday and Wraith pick up points, then then we're, then we're looking at a slip-up. The Wraith won't be playing uh, this weekend. Oh, they won't be playing the Championship this weekend, because uh, they're still in the Cup. They're still in the Cup. <laughs> yeah, true. Still, I mean, they'll have that game in hand, though, still. So, yeah, there's every chance. Um, so, yeah. And moving from uh, Tynecastle, we're going to go to Patodri because there's a new manager appointment we forgot to uh, pick up on last week. Stephen Glass has been uh, finally appointed as Aberdeen manager. Um, mm. Signed from the Atlanta United second team, which is... Oh, God. A bit weird, but he's, he's worked at uh, Shamrock Rovers. He's made one Scotland a- appearance as a player. He played for Newcastle, Watford, and Hibs. It's it's a you know it's a interesting appointment, but I think it comes from uh, their association with Atlanta United. Their their link that yeah. they've got there. Yeah, mm. it is a risky one. It's it's very similar to Rangers getting Gerrard because he is. Hopefully, I'll have the similar impact. A good name. Well, hopefully not. Uh, so, like, I was going to say they're both big names. Jared is a big name in football, but like Glass is obviously familiar with the club. He's a big name with the fans, and it's a risk in that he doesn't have a lot of managerial experience. Yeah, he's been like an assistant manager, 
and yeah. you know you'd expect like managers will have to start somewhere you know so potentially very good to get somebody new in somebody with fresh ideas um uh, that role so it could it could be a good appointment yeah i'll have to be really patient with him i think yeah, uh just good. rangers had to be with gerard he managed uh, you know. 38 games uh in for atlanta united uh second team uh in the lower divisions of american football uh with uh winning just nine and then was interim coach at the actual full team for a bit uh played 19 games and only won five so it's it, it's uh, tough not to not to read into that, but again, it's, well, it's there was nice. a change in club structure quite recently. Atlanta and their very successful managers that they'd had for their inaugural couple seasons um, had been ousted, and they had a, a new system installed. You know, they 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 much more plan on promoting in youth and recruiting from South America and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's worked for them so far, but. Uh, I would, I mean, I'd like to see how, obviously Stephen Glass is part of that new system, so I'm not sure how he's potentially, he might try to replicate some sort of system like that in Aberdeen, because I know they're looking to shake up the youth team, they're still planning on that new stadium, so mm. we'll see how it goes. Uh, talking about shake-ups at Aberdeen, uh, Stephen Glass has appointed his assistant manager, and it's uh, Celtic Scott Brown. I think it's an odd one, because I think... I mean, we all expected uh, Brown to retire at... Uh, oh, we've come close there. Uh, yeah, play, we... play, player assistant manager, actually. Yeah, pl- as, yeah. A, as a player assistant manager, which... Uh... Do you think he'll play much, though? Uh, no, I think he'll play sort of a bipartisan role. And uh, he'll just... Uh, he'll, he'll be there to score a He's a born winner, you know. If he can't haul Aberdeen to a trophy, at least a League Cup or something, they're a lost cause. If he can't give a, a rousing speech to inspire them, I think they don't deserve to win anything. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I think it's good for him. I mean, potentially there's the option if Glass does shite, gets sacked, um, excuse my French, then Brown could see himself as a manager to a very reputable club. Yeah, he's signed a two-year uh, two contract which will start on the 1st of July. Uh, obviously, he'll still be at Celtic for the rest of the season. Um, but he's, he's one, uh, as Marcus said, you thought he would uh, stay at Celtic for the rest of his career, but he's ended up, you know, moving on um, to a team just below Celtic's level, you'd say, um, to, to further his coaching career. Do you reckon it's, it's a loss from Celtic that he's not becoming a coach there? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's crazy that he's not retained some... They they weren't able to offer him any role at all. Like, I mean, he's, he, there's no bigger club legend at Celtic at the moment. And the fact that they weren't even able to offer him a back role, a coaching role... I mean, they still need a new director of football. Like, I'm not sure quite why they uh, they didn't even just youth... I mean, Celtic are looking for a new youth manager... An assistant manager, if they hire a new manager as well, like because obviously we're still hunting for a manager. There's a lot that needs done, and I figured they should keep Brown to help ease the transition. But obviously he's made his choice, and he'd yeah. like a bit of step away, something new, which is fine. Obviously he's he probably probably just wants to step away, and then I think his aim will be to go back to Celtic, though. Like yeah, I mean like Gerard will I assume has the the grand master plan of returning to Liverpool. Yeah, you'd assume so. Yeah. So it'll be something similar to that. 
Yeah, and um, there is. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting, interesting times at, at Pataudry, uh for Aberdeen. I think it's going to be um, quite, you know, um, it'd, be, it'd be strange to see oh, Derek McInnes not there, um, I guess. But uh, it'll be also be, you know, a new start, a new, a new regime under Glass and Brown. So strange or welcome. <laughs> I mean, it was strange to see change, but I, I mean, think it's a welcome change, definitely for for a club that's kind of stagnated a bit. I mean, I always said that bar Hibs and Johnson, Hibs Aberdeen is like the most boring fixture, like on average that I watch. Like just as a game of football, it's just so boring oh, to watch. Yeah, it's the opposite of end to end stuff. The ball seems to not move. Hibs Aberdeen games, it's like under McInnes, like. We would batter them for like thirty minutes, have about sixteen chances, and then like Aberdeen score from their first chance, and then they just seal it up, and then they win like one nil, and that's how every Hibs Aberdeen game always goes. I just hate it so much, but um, hopefully Glass plays some more interesting football. Let's say, um, but not so not not uh, not so well that they'll challenge us first. Yeah. Not, 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 not so interesting that uh, they might. Yeah, because enjoy like, yourself. Aberdeen and Hibs right now have got very similar ambitions. Uh, Ron Gordon's made it clear that we want to be the third best team in the country and finishing for cups. And they, they would say something very similar. They want to be the third best team in the country and getting cups as well. Um, yeah, only one team can be the third best team in the country. So. Yeah. Uh, it's going to yeah. be interesting times, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it's a... and obviously, if Hearts do get promoted, they'll seem to think they can magically jump into that third spot as well. well so. We're a big team. We should be finishing third, even though we've got a championship squad. Sure. Yeah. We wouldn't go on a championship squad, mate, if they're getting beat by Borough Rangers. We'll be generous. The Scottish say. Highland League squad. <laughs> we'll be generous. Say, like mid League one. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but. I'm just going to get back quickly to the international stage because um, I think we're all really happy uh, last night when um, the Czech Republic played Wales because Gareth Bale elbowed Cordella in the face. Buzzing. Yeah. Buzzing. Yep. Yep. Buzzing. Is there ever in that he play against? I do hope he gets some fracture or something in his next game he plays. I I genuinely hope he something happens to him. I mean, I hope he's learned his lesson that there is absolutely no room for racism in football. And as much as he denies it, it is so clear. I'm not going to go back on it. Obviously, that was a couple of episodes ago. But, um, but yeah, he deserves what he gets, and Bale loyal in it. The great elbow of Jots was uh, trending on Twitter last night, which was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I think I'm saying we're not going to get back on this um, because we covered it a couple oh, of episodes ago. As you can tell, we're quite. It's, it's good to see, like, even like the Welsh people as well, like folk from Wales, are like coming together on this one one incident that happened in Scotland. Well, you have to. I mean, it's it's a question. Of... Yeah, there was. I know, I know. There was talk about him being. Questioned... I mean, he was making national news. There was talk about him being questioned by British police or, or police Scotland um, if he played in the UK again. Yeah. So uh, it was expected he was next to come to the UK for the. Uh, tie with Arsenal, but uh, mm. he's going to be um, obviously played against Wales. There hasn't been any update for, on UEFA about any charges against Slavia at all. And, oh, definitely not for UEFA. Uh, yeah, I don't really expect that ball. 
Um, but it was just it was just good to see that you know that the whole of Britain kind of coming together. Um, um, I'm just annoyed at the incident about Bale, right? I, I'm just annoyed it wasn't like a proper like face melt or elbow. Well, I don't think Bale wanted to get sent off because it, I don't think he. I think some people were even saying it didn't even look, didn't even look intentional, which was. Uh, you know, it's shocking from Bale. Shocking. Bale like contact actually from some angles. So. Yeah, it did look like contact from some angles. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just good to say. Just want to see. Maybe Cadella just put his face in the way of Bale's elbow. Maybe maybe Bale's able said uh, you effing guy. <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> I feel like some of the guys are comfortable. I was saying the the, the Faroe Islands have been. Really solidly defensive, actually. Like, if they score, if if they're on score, we just have to end the episode. <laughs> yeah, Give we've up. come really close a few times. We've been we've been peppering their goal. Oh, here's Tierney. Oh, uh, saved. Um, we've been peppering their goal, but they've just had like a low block, like just fully defensive. And then also they've been getting the ball forward really quickly as well. Has it been mostly dominant Scotland? Yeah, like, we've dominated yeah. possession, had all the chances, but like whenever they've forward really quickly it's and been, they've just been defensively so well, another uh, UK game uh, obviously England have been dominant the entire yeah. game like, it's been yeah penalty Kane um, oh, right. 1-0 just pace um, but they've had a few chances though there's been a few slip ups uh, from Nick Pope had a few like a wee um, I thought Pickford has actually been better this season than he has in previous seasons. I thought he might be getting the uh, the shout. I think he's injured at the moment now, anyway. Is he? Um, but what I wanted to bring up, in fact, was uh, did you guys see Gary Lineker's tweet uh, over the weekend about no. um, England versus San Marino, saying that you know. Um, Playing San Marino doesn't offer anything, doesn't offer any excitement. Should be playing. They offer be... San Marino fans excitement. Yeah, it sh- this should well, be. Well, probably not England for the like fiftieth time. The, the small, the smallest clubs need to be playing. The smallest countries need to be playing like a qualifying, a pre-qualifying tournament to get into qualifying because playing the smallest teams isn't. I mean. Yeah, but that's just like a pure football elitist mentality, isn't it? Like... Yeah. Last time I checked, England aren't the only national team in the world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. It, it, I think I was one of the ones who, you know, it, this is this is completely stupid. And even even if you do have a pre-qualifying thing, look at um, Asia, uh, where Mongolia had to qualify um, for, for the their right qualifying for, for their qualifying group, and then got pumped fourteen nil by Japan. So like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that could be a penalty. He's not giving it. Oh, that's a free kick as well. Who? To Scotland. Adams has just been. Let me see it again. Hold on. Mm, Okay, nah. Actually, that's not a penalty. I've seen it again. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Quickest change of mind ever. There's been a penalty, but for who? (laughs) A penalty shot. Nah. um, But. Okay, it's just a throw in. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you know, I mean, these smaller countries, they're not going to qualify for the World Cup, but they're going to, you know, they've got yeah, a I'm chance. Sure, I'm sure their players love the chance to go to Wembley and stuff, like... Yeah, yeah. and, like, German stadiums and that Allianz or Signal Duna Park and, like, mm. 
you know, it's good. For, I mean, it's international football, you know, like, it's like, it should be just, it shouldn't matter the status of the country or whatever. Like, it's just countries playing each other, like, just inclusive. Like, I, 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 was, I was always curious why the um, Gibraltar had a national team, but the Isle of Man or the Channel Islands didn't despite both being bigger than Gibraltar and sharing the same yeah. legal status. I think it's just to do with the popularity of football and the league infrastructure. So obviously, like, Gibraltar have, like, teams that are, like, Lincoln Reddams, whereas I don't think Alaman... I mean, maybe they do, but I don't know of, like, a club system that they've got there, so... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, the Channel Islands have a fully-fledged football league. Alaman does not, hmm. I don't think, at least. But I know the, the Channel Islands has a while they're not UEFA oh. recognised, but Ooh. oh no, yeah, what were you owing at? Even if the, we're like... having so many chances, we're having so many chances. Yeah, no, it is odd. Like, um, I don't know. It's just probably demand to have a national football team. I mean, yeah, I, I think with Guernsey and Jersey, there are a lot of. I don't know whether they see themselves as like. And the other one that everyone forgets the name of. Uh, the Isle of Man, Guernsey and Jersey. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know if they like... I know there's a lot of people from mainland England that live there. Yeah. I don't know if their identity is really different. Whereas I think with Gibraltar, they have a more stark Gibraltarian identity. So maybe that has to do with... Mm. We, want, we want to have our own national. Yeah, I mean, the Spanish language is equal status there. I think it's the only part of the UK that yeah. has such... Um, one of my mum's pals... Uh, her family's from Gibraltar and everyone or most people apparently unless you're like obviously an expat from the UK like mainland UK but everyone there does speak Spanish and English with each other so um, it would be interesting to go I think we've talked about going over a few times so that'd be quite interesting yeah um, WH Smith there, there are quite a few um, you know other places that you know, we should have full national teams, but they're you know very small populations. Um, UEFA obviously the last time they accepted countries was Kosovo and Gibraltar, um, and yeah, Kosovo fair enough because they've like they're recognised by a lot of countries. Does uh, although did you make... see the thing about um, so Kosovo are playing Spain tonight? Did you see the video um, mm. from the pre- the pre match press conference? So Spain don't recognise Kosovo because they think oh. if they re- recognise Kosovo, then they'll have to recognise Catalonia and, yeah, yeah. and, and the Basque mm. region. Um, does Spain recognise Scotland? <laughs> exactly. Does <laughs> Spain recognise Wales? Like that kind of thing. Exactly. But, What's the issue? Like Scotland and Wales, like aren't independent nations yet. Yeah, they have national teams, and Spain doesn't even have a fuss there. Like whether Kosovo have a na- have a team or not, it doesn't. Well, I think the Spanish traditionally don't like the English, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I guess. Oh uh, well. I don't think the Spanish-Serbian relations particularly matter too much. But um, but uh, the uh, Kosovo, like uh, the the I think it was the manager who was doing the the press conference. He had to, you know, the media weren't even using the Kosovo name. They were just saying, "Oh, the team that play that Spain play next." They weren't even That's saying, a, "Oh, really? That's yeah, crazy." Like the manager had to make them say Kosovo, which was uh, which was an insane press conference. I mean, it's majority ruling by UEFA. I mean, if Obviously, they if you, if you wait for recognize, I feel like it's ridiculous for the the press not to exactly yeah. In um, terms of even it, politically, sure, but as a, as a footballing country, yeah, even like 
Like, um, yeah, I know sometimes sometimes uh, it, down in England, Wimbledon don't recognise MK Dons, but they, they play it as a laugh kind of thing. They just kind of, like, put Milton Keynes instead of MK Dons on the, the scoreboard mm. kind of thing. But they don't, um, you know, say that they're not playing MK Dons kind of thing. It's, uh, yeah. it's actually um, wild. Uh, but um, we're going to move on from chat. I think we ran out of things to talk about in the international break. Yeah, we'll football back straight away. Um, but uh, then you guys got a quiz lined up. Um, <laughs> do we? <laughs> oh, uh, Someone was trying to organise it. Andy, when was the last time you did a quiz? I was. Ne- Lewis said he'd do this week, so I said I'd do next week. After. Oh, Lewis, Lewis said he'd do this week, but he's not even joined. And he's not even on. <laughs> yeah. Great. I <laughs> think <laughs> 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 it I think we just make up to All right, okay. Okay, oh, you've got something. Celtic hold the record for the most consecutive appearances in League Cup finals. How many was it? Three. Five. It's a bit higher. Nine. Eight. It's a bit higher. Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh, a bit lower? Fourteen. Marcus 14. got it. Yes. Marcus. Fourteen League Cup finals in a row in a stretch between the 60s to the 80s. Wow. When it was first introduced, did a bit of a Real Madrid there. So Marcus um, the quiz. Well done, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, oh no, we've had this one before. We need, we, Jimmy, to get like a rotor or something, like a schedule. Which manager has won the most Scottish Cups? I think we've John had Steen. this one. No, 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 we've not had this one. We've had League Cups, not Scottish uh, Cups. John John Green. Green. Nope. It's got to be... It's, a it's not George Skeen, it's not Walter Smith. Neil Lennon. No. <laughs> John Kennedy. No. <laughs> Come on, he's he's Scottish managerial legend. Alan McCoy. <laughs> he was he was a Celtic manager. But question, uh, you asked me a question. Hmm? What why why answer that's um, my question, I know the answer. <laughs> it was Willie Maley. Alright. And uh, which club holds the record for the longest winning streak in cup final appearances? Celtic. Is it Celtic again? No, it's Rangers. Oh. <laughs> you all jumped the gun. Look, I'm not biased with my questions you here. Build up the Celtic questions and yeah. then try to hit us with a... Here's, here's one to hurt Sam and Marcus. Between oh, no. 1902 uh, uh, and 2016, Hibs. how many cup finals did Hibs lose? Ten. Ten. Ten, Ten. yeah. So yeah. Next question. Let's not dwell on it. <laughs> you let us sit in that now, aren't you? <laughs> Before you can't find a new question. Right. Our both hold the record win of 36-0 over Bon Accord in 1885. On the mm. same day, Dundee beat Aberdeen, but by what score? 18-0. So it was 2-0. No, it's higher. It's like 22-0 or something. Aberdeen Bigger. Yeah, but this was, was like higher. back in the 1800s. This was 1885 on the same oh, yeah. day, so... It's, uh, uh, it's 29. 20, 20, 20, Is it 30 now? It's higher. Is it 30, 30. 31? Higher. 37. No, lower. 35. 35 now. I thought 31 right. was the highest. No, 38 was the highest. I said it was 30, oh, 38. Oh, I thought it was 31. I oh, right. And... Uh, one, one to round it off. Nice five questions. Which of these teams has the Scotland's men's football team never played? Okay. So, 
Egypt, Paraguay, Turkey, or Andorra? Andorra. Paraguay. Andorra, you're right, Kyle. Oh. Ooh. I thought they got them once or twice in qualifying, but no. I just got a Scotland question right. Come on. Wait, what is this? The Rangers fan getting a Scotland question right? Who's <laughs> this? You know what? Apparently, they did a survey and they found that like a majority of um, Scotland fans are actually also like Rangers supporters because they wanted to see like which clubs um, made up like what percentage of the Scot the average attendance for Scotland games. And, and which which club does Scotland have the best international record against, ex- other than England? Oh, best records. Uh, Israel. <laughs> no, no, it's uh. We're we're due to play them soon. Oh, Czech Republic. Nope. Denmark. Uh, Denmark. Yeah. Oh. Scott. Denmark are Scotland's most favourable opponents across history. They were the first team we played. Uh, that wasn't. That wasn't a. Yeah. It wasn't a UK based well, team. That means we're qualified from the World Cup then. Oh yeah. Hopefully. Get <laughs> in. Off to Qatar we go. I think we should uh, move on to the predictions. Because... Yeah, i I actually forgot to announce. No, no, I've got the ones right. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I was gonna say last week's, but then I've just made finish these. Anyway. Oh, who won the quiz, by the way? So uh, Marcus obviously... won it with four, and Kyle yeah. won. Right. It's clearly you, Marcus. Are you just trying to say that or something? Marcus is just a quiz sweat because he just. <laughs> <laughs> he's also he's also the the sweat in this as well. Because I can I can guess numbers quicker than any is. <laughs> so obviously we've still got one game still in motion that we predicted. Uh, so oh. we'll give I'll give an update on that one next week. But it's looking pretty decent for at least one point each because we all guess Scotland to win for that one. All right. Um. But it was it was interesting, gentlemen, to say the least. Very interesting. It's an interesting game, so I think <laughs> Yeah, some interesting games to predict. So I'll start off with the loser. Oh, I the loser is Lewis with five, even though that's still really good. That's still mm. decent. Yeah. He did get one prediction right and he got the I c I don't even know who that is now. It was the weird one. What Saudi Arabia Q eight one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got that correct. He got four points for that. Right. And then he got one for uh, Northern Ireland and USA. Uh, and then in place before him, in third, we have Sam. Uh, and Sam, you got one prediction correct. You got the Scotland game correct. Hey. Which one? The oh, you... Israel one. Israel one, yeah, one each. One oh. each sure. And then you also managed to get a, you get a point for the England San Marino game by guessing nine one. <laughs> <laughs> then a bit you ambitious. You're for... not a, you're not the Belgium. Yeah, and then he also got a point for Bulgaria Italian game as well. Guessed four one up to Italy on that, and obviously they won two 0 hmm. Did he get the and point then... Portugal Serbia as well? Because that was a draw. No, I was ending three two Serbia. No, no, it ended 2-2 two, two, yeah, because yeah, Portugal... Yeah, I did. I did. I Ronaldo's goal was ruled out, wasn't it? Yeah. You do. So, actually, you're now drawn with Marcus. Hey, get in. So, you got the Scotland as well. Correct as well, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, and then you got one point for the, the weird game. The Kuwait game. 
Yeah, point for the USA Northern Ireland game and one point for the Italian game. Mm. And then the winner is myself. And I actually got two games correct. But I got them scores right. Yeah. So I guessed England San Marino, I guess 5 0 for that. And it was 5 0, four points. And Mm. the Bulgaria Italian game, 2 0. And I get four points for that. And it was 2 0. So quite lucky for myself. So I'm going to now add them up. Did Andy get? I didn't give any predictions. <laughs> I, I you did. Forget you did. Did I? I, I, I screenshotted them and sent you them to you. Oh, oh Kyle, poor, poor effort. That's, there. that's poor. That's poor for my end. I'll need to get them up, and I'll. I'll I forgot. I'll update you later. I'm not gonna lie. I'll update <laughs> you later. And if Sam, you want to put a wee thing at the end, I don't know. It's up to you. I'll just start them next week. I'll get them next week. I completely <laughs> forgot that you handed in results because I'm just so used to you not handing in results, Andy. But yeah, no, I will update that. You're probably still you laughing with, with your realistic results. I'm a realist, yeah. I probably probably came top, right? So we can just say that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to let you take that top spot from me, mate. But I need to add them all up. So, so far, Marcus, you'll have 28. Yep. I currently have... I can't do it, maths. Quick maths. I will have 26. Two plus two is four, minus one. Sam, um, the block, smoke trees. <laughs> so then, you're on twenty as well, now, Sam. Oi. Lewis, uh, not so much, the man. Lewis nine, right? Yes, he's on fourteen. Oh, I got, you got five, All right? And Andy two. And Andy's on a dire two. Decent, I'll take that. Well, Scotland game hard as well, so we've got next week. More points. Right. You probably got more points this week than you have out of all of them so far. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, two. So you still got to catch up, Lewis. He's on fourteen, but if you get some of these right, where I, it's quite poor from my end. Forgot to add them in. Um, I will keep. I will let you know. I'll let you know. You can keep me updated. I will do, man. Uh, but this weekend, it's the return of the Scottish Cup for the first time. Uh, well, you know, I was going to say the, f- the first time this year, but then they played like last week, didn't they? Uh, um, but uh, this, thing, this is where the Premiership teams come in. Uh, and there's a lot of big games this weekend, um, across the entire weekend, in fact. Um, mm. But we start uh, on Friday night uh, in the Highlands. It's Ross County versus Inverness. Mm. I'm going to kick us off, I think, with this one. Yeah. I well you expect Ross County to win. Uh they've they've found the better form of this season. It's been really hard to beat, um, especially up in Dingwall. The Dingwall Derby. Yes, I am going to go for I think it'll be comfortable for Ross County. I'm gonna go for two 0 Ross County. I think there'll be goals. Um I mind couple of years ago I think they drew each other in the Scottish Cup uh, and they had a 2-2 in Dingwall in the Derby and then 2-2 um, in Inverness mm-hmm. so based off of just that I think that well, I don't think it'll be as tight because back then they were both championship teams mm. so yeah I think Ross County will be better than, it'll be 3-1 though 3-1 County I think this one's going to be a close one because Inverness, you know, they're going pretty strong in the championship. 
Mm. Uh, Ross County, you know, they're at the Premiership. They've had a few good results, but, uh, you know, mostly missed and hit. Um, so I'm going to go for Ross County 3 2. Mm. Mm. Oh. Do you know if this is on any channel, no? Well, you know what? I'm a. This is a bit of a realist. I'm going to go oh, Cali dear. Thistle 3 2. Oh, my God. Oh. If we have BBC you know. Scotland um, tomorrow night. No, Friday night, sorry. BBC Scotland or BBC Alaba? Um, aren't Hearts on the Friday night? It's Alaba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not including them. I'd like to predict that. Yeah, I'd like to predict that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to give my thoughts on the big team, quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah that's that it to the list. There's quite... Actually, no, they played uh, Saturday. I've been unfair. I'm from on our big team. So, yeah, the, the big team. I'll give my thoughts on them. Yeah, that's uh, Dunfermline. Uh, Dunfermline. Oh, I'll add that on there. Um, so, that's one of the Saturday 3 o'clock kickoffs. Dunfermline versus Hearts. Well, I got moved. That got moved. Dunfermline is the home team. Yeah, it's yeah. Iced in. Okay. Cool. Just sort in the championship. Okay. I think this is the most we've covered on the championship in the entire history of the pod. Yeah. Well, there was funny, funny goings on, eh? So. So oh, shenanigans. Um, Dumb firmly 2-0, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 2-1, Dumb Firmly. Um. Yeah, live in BBC Scotland on this isn't Twitter. Is this this is a league game, isn't it? This is a league game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for two each. Oh, yeah. That's a realistic. That's um, a realist. Andy, that's a realist result. result. <laughs> and uh, and the big team are dropping points as well, so I love how none of us put it to perhaps go in there. I mean Andy could. I mean, why would uh... you <sighs> Uh, since I'm so kind, I think I'll predict Hearts to only lose 1 0. <laughs> <laughs> I love these predictions sometimes. Right. I've picked quite a few games for the Scottish Cup. Um, so uh, Saturday at 12.15, uh, also on BBC, uh, it is Dumbarton versus Aberdeen. Ooh. Mm, 2-0 Aberdeen surely uh, they yeah, I was going to say 2-0 as well surely they can't screw this up never know you never know and Andy seems to be pretty right with predictions quite clearly so we'll see what he says pretty expert with mine we'll see it's not even that you just don't give your predictions in but maybe one day <laughs> hopefully mate, hopefully what are we seeing, guys? I'm gonna say there's gonna be a shock, and it's gonna be Dumbarton one nil. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Glass out. Has <laughs> <laughs> he started? No. No, he's not at a game yet. Because obviously game. he came no, in. They announced him in the national break when when Scott Brown comes in, like end of the season. Or no, no, no. He's media. he's taken over now. Right. Okay. Mm. But uh, Scott, so he's announced as the manager. But Scott Brown is joining when obviously he's selling. All right, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, they've got uh, who'll be their assistant then? Hey, realist. Flo Camberry, Flo Camberry's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Realist Andy, what's your prediction? Uh, I still think Aberdeen should have the goods and win one. Say one nil. Cool. 
There's quite a few uh, Saturday 3 o'clock kickoffs, um, but we're going to go for the shocks for the last round, Brawl Rangers, and they play Stranraer. Uh, I love Brawl Rangers to bits, so <laughs> I'll go. Um, is it at Stranraer? It's at Brawl. It's at Brora. I'm going to go 2-1 Brora. Same result as the last round. 2-1 Brora. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about this game, they played each other uh, back in 2017 in the Cup and Brora won 1-0 at Stranraer. So I'm going to copy that and say 1-0 Brora. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Right. Maybe. Uh, my, my instant thought was 2-1. Same as Marcus. Um, and... I probably should next up because I want to have the same result as you again, Marcus. So I'm going to go same result as Sam. I'm going to say 1-0. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go for... Oh, I don't know, actually. I think I think Brora should 1-0 it. No backing behind that for thought. Just I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. Not a thought behind my, my eyes. So the next game I've picked is uh, four for Athletic, and they play Edinburgh City. Oh, I'm on this city. Um, you know what? It'll be it'll be five nil, won't it? Five nil the city. Four Did you pick these uh, times just because they're so hard to predict? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are tough That's ones, why I right? picked Saudi Arabia Kuwait last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does make it interesting. How the Saudis are better than the Kuwaitis? Oh. What do I say? I want City to win. Um, but will they, though? Wait, what league are they in? What leagues are they in? League, uh, so 4 uh, for League 1 and uh, City League 2. Like, uh, league... Yeah, so 4 for League City 1. League 2. From having followed them somewhat over the past few years, they do tend to put out like teams from higher divisions out in the cups. Like the season that Arbroath ran away with League One, City went up there and beat them four one, I think. Yeah, four one up at, at Gayfield. So um and like I said, that was a season that Arbroath were like absolute run and riot in League One. So uh, I think City won three 0 there's only three places between these guys because four for a bottom of League One and Edinburgh City a second in League Two. So I'm going to say Edinburgh yeah. City three. Now. Yeah, I mean on form you'd, you'd you'd like to think that these upsets happen. So actually, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Edinburgh City three 0 Well, I mean this round we've had uh, a few upsets. For <laughs> one, <laughs> I yeah. really don't know. So you said three 0 Marcus, yeah. I I think it'll be three 0 say. I said 3 0. I said 3 0. I said 5 0. Sorry, didn't I? <laughs> right, Mon Clark, get in this one. It's like a 5 5 on it. Why not? What, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a cup game? So you all, yeah, exactly. Don't want us to win. <laughs> so you all think 3 0? Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say 4 5 will win this 1 0. Oh, boo. Fuck the city. Here's the hater. <laughs> uh, it's another one that's got a um it's got you know an upset written all over it. It's uh Full Martin versus Motherwell. Who? Full Martin Full United Martin. versus Motherwell. Uh one nil Motherwell. 
Yes, 2-0. Hey. John McGinn, John McGinn again. John McGinn. I told you, he's got, he, he scores, he's got like a like a one in two goals per game for Scotland. It's ridiculous. I think that's ten goals for Scotland he's on now. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's fucking insane. Oh, I love John McGinn to bits. Yeah, one no Motherwell though. Uh, they'll make hard work yet, uh, but they'll still get through. I'm going to say 3 0 Motherwell. I'm going to say 4 0 Motherwell. Wow. I was going to say 3-0 Motherwell. Wow. As much as there could be an upset. No. Can't see it. Can't see it. Mm. Sam, what would you say? 3-0? I said 4-0. 4-0. Okay. Uh, oh my God, what's happening here? Oh no. That's fine. Next Another game on oh Saturday. Uh, we've got Livingston and they play Wraith Rovers, which could be a really interesting oh. game. Oh, I'm gonna say two-two. You didn't know has to finish on the night. There's no replays. Oh, really? I don't think there is. There wasn't oh. in the last round, so I don't think. Oh. There was. Yeah, there, no, there's no, there's no replays. It'll be two-two, and then, you know, why not? Rafe will get the third goal in extra time. That's three-two. Okay, I'll put this. Yeah, so... a massive. It's gonna be a, a massive shock. After uh, extra time, okay. And no. I'm not basing this on anything other than Jimmy Gullins on loan at Reef, so I want them to do well. <laughs> Three, two, yeah. Uh, after extra time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say. I have to predict a draw at some point, <laughs> you know. Mm. Two, one, Reef. Hmm. Really? Yeah. For sure. Why do you think that? I just think that Wraith are a good team and they're just going to beat Livingston, who haven't really been on the best of form recently. Best analysis. Fair enough. I just think they're a good team. <laughs> I think Livingston will win 2-0. 2-1. Yeah, 2-1. And it? Um, yeah, Levy to win 2-1. It, wait a minute, is it the Mac, is it the mac and cheese shack? Yeah, yeah, it's the toys at home, yeah. It's yeah, Tony so it'll be tough for Reef. Tony Smackaroonie. <laughs> okay, so Andy? I said 2-1. Oh, did you? Oh, my bad. Yeah. To Levy. Uh, Levy, hi. Yeah, yeah, cool. And we've also got um, Stenhouse Muir, and they play Kilmarnock. Um... Four one Kelly. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it's three now. Kelly. One nil Cal- Kelly. I think they're going to struggle. Ah, Kelly Lafferty's on good form. The now, so he'll get a few. One nil Kelly. Yeah, one nil. And eight. Um. Yeah, I think Kelly could score a couple. So two nil Kelly. Oh. What's happened? Are Poland getting in the game? Poland could have a penalty. Handball on Maguire. Hey. Oh, Chilwell, sorry. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Yeah. They don't have lever to score. Oh, it, no, it's not. no, it's not. No penalty. All oh, right. It looked a penalty, though. And we've got three more games to get to, uh, get through. Um, on Saturday night at 7.30, we've got Celtic versus Falkirk. 3-0 uh, no to the Glasgow Hibernian. So you know, Mark, as you say, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... 
Okay, so I think Hibs to squeak it 2 1. Hibs. You mean Celtic? It's your team that's playing Falkirk, <laughs> yeah. Andy. Wait, oh, I thought we were talking about the Hibs game. Oh, Celt Celtic Falkirk. Celtic will win 3 0. It's the Glasgow Glasgow branch of Hibs. So. <laughs> I the second Hibs. time you've um, got mixed up between you. Shut up. I thought we were talking about Hibs. So, um, so you, know, you know how this, this uh, prediction has been a lot about upsets, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm no. gonna, I'm gonna go oh, two 0 Falkirk. <laughs> Kyle, nah. come on. I'm gonna say three yeah. three one Upset. set three one Celtic. Three 0 Celtic. Three three one Celtic for me. Um, do you think Falkirk are gonna win just out of spite yeah. or yeah yeah just genuinely Celtic think they're gonna win? Celtic a shit. Yeah, oh, we're not worse than Falkirk. Falkirk will win it. Falkirk are a League One side. Yeah, yeah. something like I'm playing like a League One side. Oh well, shit! Talking about League One side, Rangers are playing one on one Sunday. Each, one each. One each. Hey, fucking um, from Maguire. Rangers. Harry Maguire. Yeah, I did tell you about Maguire. I've been saying all the time. You shouldn't be starting for England. No, it wasn't Maguire. It was actually Stokes. Oh, was it? Oh, let me see who got. Rangers will be playing Cove Rangers uh, in the Rangers derby. That's what we want. You know what? Um, because uh, it's been a weekend of upsets, uh, I think Cove are going to win. <laughs> okay, okay, Kyle. fair enough. How do you like it, Kyle? <laughs> Super nice, man. You, you're throwing away points. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, it's going to be 5 0 Rangers. That's my question. Okay. I'm going to say 7 0 Rangers. <laughs> oh. One all, Cove put... Rangers to, one all Cove Rangers to win on it in penalties <laughs> Cove to win on penalties wait what did you say Sam sorry before I get to Andy uh, I said 7-0 uh, Rangers seven nil. just because I think Joe is going to put out his full squad and they're going to go insane I don't think it will 1-1 one, 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 Andy 1-1 yeah. one, one, Cove to win it on penalties <laughs> well this weekend's yeah. all about upsets yeah why are you doing upsets? No, cool Rangers, real Rangers. Oh my god. Right, okay. Well, you know, if, if the week's about upsets, I should have changed my result to Hearts winning, because that would have been the real upset. <laughs> On Monday. Oh, 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 what a goal! Oh, Che Adams has just scored a beautiful Hey, goal. first goal for Scotland, lovely oh, stuff. That is beautiful. It's, it's like a daisy cutter. Like one of those, like, oh, beautiful, lovely. Love it. 3-0 Scotland. Only three more till I get my prediction right for this game. So, <laughs> On um, Monday night, it is uh, Queen of the South and they play Hibs. Ooh, uh, I've not given my Hibs prediction game, for the Rangers the game. I've not given my prediction for the Rangers game. Have you not? Uh, you'll <laughs> no. say you'll win 5-0, so who cares? Actually, I was going to pick 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's better at predicting other people's predictions than his actual that is predictions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shambolic. Yeah, Monday so night. The last game, sorry. Uh, Queen of the South versus Hibs. Right, upset uh, guys. Remember, I'll I'll go last. I'll you guys hear you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Hibs will win, and I think Hibs will win three now. Not every Edinburgh team will get perhaps uh, you know perhaps by Queen of the South. I think Hibs will win, but they'll make it difficult, so it'll be two one. As we always do. Yeah. <laughs> and it. Um, I think Hibs should win three one. Marcus, you wanna get a full in depth? Right. 
Um, no, I just think Hibs will score three goals. I also think that as well. Make it agree or something. I think we'll rest. Oh no, because it's the Monday night. I was going to say we might rest a few players from the international games, but I think Monday night should be alright to play like Marciano and all that. So, hmm, we will make it tough. Sam is right. We will. We will make it tough for ourselves. I don't actually see. I uh, don't see them scoring. Um, I'll just say two 0 It's going to be a workman like performance. It's going to be one where. A lot yeah. of diagonal diagonal balls from Hanlon, a lot of those, uh, a lot of Morton Boyle sky and set pieces, uh, you know, one of those games. But we'll nick it in the end 2-0. Um, Morton Boyle will probably score another penalty and uh, I want Deutsch to continue his scoring run. So 2-0. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised we stretched this pod this long, to be honest. Um... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to surprise as well, to be honest. We've got over an hour off. Somehow we've done it. Um, but I think that is it for tonight. Um, thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for joining me today. We'll yeah, see you again sure. the, next week. You're welcome. Guys. So I'm going to say it. Say what? Cue the tune. Cue the tunes. Oh. <laughs> Roll the music. <laughs> The False 90s podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean and our website at false90s.wordpress.com. For updates, follow False 90s on both Twitter and Instagram. And a big thank you to Francisco Alvia and his track Space Game, which is our theme tune. Oh, penalty England. All right. In the, in the yeah, still again. got put down in the box. Put down, did he? Yeah. He was running in, you know, classic Stalin, and then got taken out. Yeah, definitely penalty. Sniper in the stands. <laughs> no fans on the stand. Easiest to spot in there. Most from outside. Snipers are hidden, though. That's the whole point of having a sniper. Yeah. yeah.